So you're a federal judge and you're sitting there and you're saying to yourself, what date can I set that would not interfere with the election, <laughs> that would allow the defendant to actually defend himself? And you pick March 4th, six months from now, in a case that involves 12 million documents, scores of witnesses, where he can't possibly have effective representation, and I'm sure there'll be an appeal based on that. The great one. Mark Levin this morning on the Fox News channel talking about the election tampering, the election interference, the obstruction by a Democrat judge in Washington, D.C. setting a trial date that is clearly designed to mess with the 2024 election and President Trump. She should be impeached and disbarred. She is... uh, She's a political activist, a Democrat Party apparatchik, not on the side of justice or the Constitution or the law, but on the side of the Democrat Party. And uh, the great legal scholar and author and thinker and former senior Justice Department official, of course, Mark Levin, the great one, who you probably hear on this very station um, later in the day. Uh, the, uh, one, of the, one of the guys who uh, really knows what's going on here, and, and uh, he's calling it like it is because that's what he does. Now, we've got this uh, radical judge, Tanya Chutkin, Tanya Chutkin in Washington, D.C., and yesterday, she, um, she set the trial date, President Trump, um, for the day before Super Tuesday. So it's uh, Super Monday, or not so Super Monday. And Judge Chutkin, of course, a Barack Obama appointee, um, born in Jamaica and immigrated to the United States and, and apparently doesn't have much of uh, an appetite or a, um, uh, much affection for the United States of America, became a a lawyer, and then, of course, a, a district judge, U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia. And uh, she is now, she is the judge in charge of the Washington, D.C. leg of the Democrat Party's lynching of President Trump because they didn't vote for him and they don't like him, and they're not liberals, they're the left. Keep that in mind. She uh, She's not one of the good guys, tell you that. She's, she's 61 years old, um, and she's, you know, she's an Obama person, so she's She's a radical. The uh, Washington Post has a uh, lead story there, front page, upper right corner, of the A-sectional, not to be confused with their Metro-sectional, which is another ball of wax. Uh, Speaking of which, there is a story there. D.C. owes millions in gun lawsuit. The uh, Metro-sectional there. Arrests violated Second Amendment. Turns out 3,000 people arrested in Washington, D.C. on gun charges may qualify to get money in a class action lawsuit uh, because every now and then, despite their best efforts, uh, the best efforts of the Democrat Party, the law wins. So D.C. will pay $5.1 million as part of a class action settlement with gun owners who were arrested under laws that have since been found to violate the Second Amendment. You know, the Bill of Rights, they have absolute disdain for the Bill of Rights. 
According to the settlement agreement, U.S. District Judge Royce C. Lamberth gave preliminary approval to the to the settlement agreement on Monday after years of litigation. Lamberth has previously ruled in September 2021 that D.C. arrested, jailed, prosecuted, and seized guns from six people, quote, based on an unconstitutional set of laws, end quote, and violated their Second Amendment rights. The laws, uh, a ban on carrying handguns outside of the home, and others that were effectively banned, and they banned non-residents, they banned non-residents from carrying guns at all in Washington, D.C., and these laws have since been struck down in federal court. They were part of a gun control regime that completely banned carrying handguns in public, Lamberth wrote in the 2021 ruling. Now in uh, D.C., uh, I'm going to be paying into this because I'm a lucky D.C. resident. Now D.C. will pay a total of $300,000 to these six plaintiffs and $1.9 million in attorney's fees, naturally, with the majority of the rest of the money set aside for more than 3,000 people estimated to qualify in the class action suit. So that is uh, just great. And the Washington Post gave a call, but they got no response. The D.C. Attorney General's office declined to comment because they're leftists and they're fascists and they're authoritarian and they're not on the side of, uh, you know, truth, justice, and the American way. Not even close. So Trump's D.C. trial set for March 4th. Political legal timelines collide obstruction case to begin on the eve of Super Tuesday, which is an obstruction of the 2024 presidential election by design because this uh, radical Obama appointee is the judge and uh, she makes the call, you know, because and uh, she gets to chuckle and, you know, laugh with her with her pals when they're eating dinner on 14th Street where 16 year olds stab and kill each other over the sweet and sour sauce at McDonald's uh, because this is the world that they're creating. Uh, Speaking of which, the Washington Post also has a front-page story today, Some Fear Commercial Real Estate Bust May Spiral. The Urban Doom Loop, that's what we're calling it now, the Urban Doom Loop could pose the next economic hazard because the Democrats are destroying our cities from coast to coast, making them... um, you know, work-free drug places where criminals roam free and good men die like dogs because the left is here. And they call these policies liberal policies. They get everybody killed because the left always gets everybody killed all over the world, and they have for a century, but, but never mind that. So the obstruction case to begin on the eve of Super Tuesday, we'll call it Super Monday, The federal judge overseeing the case against former President Donald Trump for allegedly obstructing the results of the 2020 election said Monday that she plans to begin his trial on March 4th, a date that collides with both Trump's 2024 presidential bid and key dates in two other criminal cases against him. March 4th is one day before Super Tuesday, when more than a dozen states will hold primaries or caucuses to pick the Republican presidential nominee. Sure, 
It's not as soon as the January 2nd trial date proposed by prosecutors from the Office of Special Counsel Jack Smith. We also learned yesterday that Jack Smith has been colluding with the White House and the FBI, which is illegal. And uh, Cringe keeps telling us, oh, no, the, the special counsel and the Justice Department are completely independent and no meddling from the White House. And now there are visitor logs from the White House that show that a senior aide, a top aide for Jack Smith, Jack Smith is a famously corrupt, let's just say it like that, famously corrupt prosecutor. He prosecuted the Republican Virginia Governor Bob McDonald over uh, crimes that, uh, and then he withheld exculpatory evidence and, and it eventually on appeal went all the way to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court ruled unanimously, meaning even the radical left-wing extremist uh, Supreme Court justices picked by uh, radical extremist Democrat presidents uh, sided with Governor Bob McDonald and against Jack Smith because they deemed his prosecution to be corrupt in uh, myriad ways. But uh, that's okay. The Washington Post gives them all the credit in the world because the Washington Post is is filth. They're uh, just completely corrupt all day, every day. What would we do if we had a news media in the United States? So special counsel Jack Smith, but is far closer to the April 2026 date Trump's attorneys requested. Well, that's a misrepresentation by Devlin Barrett and Rachel Weiner. A lot of wieners out there, aren't there? And Perry Stein, because they're all left-wingers. So U.S. District Judge Tanya S. Chutkin, uh, the Obama appointee. But this is another one of these things where they never say, comma, a Barack Obama appointee, right? If the judge were a Trump appointee, they always say, comma, a Donald Trump appointee, comma, and then they continue. But when it's an Obama appointee, they never do. Because they're filthy corrupt. They're so corrupt that you can smell them from here. And I'm a couple miles from the Washington Post. U.S. District Judge Tanya S. Chutkin said prosecutors had given her no example of such a high-profile case going to trial within five months of indictment. But she likewise said she had never seen such a case set for trial more than two years into the future. Sure. Well, I can tell you that there has been a five and a half year investigation into Hunter Biden and the Biden family corruption. And the documentation is everywhere. And the more than 20 million dollars and the testimony from the prosecutor, uh, Victor Sorkin in in Ukraine, who was fired uh, after Joe Biden demanded uh, that they fire the prosecutor who was investigating the company. Barisma gas that was funneling millions of dollars into the Biden family's pockets. Sure, no problem there. Uh, where are the charges? Well, there were a couple of misdemeanor tax charges just against Hunter, but those were quietly dropped, and and normally they would have been felony charges, but never mind any of that. We're living in a very corrupt country. I'm sorry to have to report. We have a very corrupt Justice Department, and again, the FBI was once again in the middle of these White House meetings with Jack Smith's people, talking about what? What do you think? Oh, no, it was nothing. We were just talking about... Yoga. Yeah, yoga and uh, Hillary Clinton's wedding. Yeah, Hillary Clinton's daughter's wedding. Remember she said that's what the 33,000 emails that they destroyed 
using bleach bit and uh, having the staffers get hammers to smash all of the Blackberries and iPhones to destroy the hard drives on everything. Said, well, it was just about yoga because she's obviously a master yogi, right? You can tell. And, uh, and Chelsea Clinton's wedding to the uh, 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 son of the corrupt Democrat member of Congress that went to prison and the other Democrat member of Congress that hired Jake Tapper as a staffer. Nothing corrupt about any of this. Did you uh, wipe no. the server? What, like with a cloth or something? I don't know. I don't know. Not an aggressive follow-up. I don't know. That's uh, pretty amazing stuff. Man, oh, man. So uh, here they come. And she said Trump would have to, quote, make the trial date work for his campaign schedule, just like, any quote, any other high-profile defendant. In this case involved, if this case involved a professional athlete, it would be inappropriate to schedule a trial to accommodate her schedule. Wait a minute, her schedule? Professional athlete, her schedule? Because she's a feminist radical, see? And you're a professional athlete, her schedule, because she wouldn't want to say his schedule or their schedule or anything like that. You're a Democrat party abusing power. I've been saying it for years. Give a lefty a thimble full of power and they'll abuse it before the sun goes down. And that's what we've got going on here. And, it, and, and again, I also have been saying for years that liberals have no sense of irony. And to bring him into court to claim that he's tampering with an election and obstructing an election while you are actively tampering with and obstructing an election requires a person with no sense of irony or such a shameless sense of irony Reminds me of Victoria Newland again. Hey, you know, President Biden's plan to introduce a digital dollar is already nefariously underway, and it's very important to understand the potential consequences of this move. Because, believe it or not, contrary to their claims, this initiative is not in your best interest or mine. And time is of the essence, so taking action now is absolutely necessary to protect yourself. You can help protect your savings and your retirement and your future and your family from the risks of the digital dollar by diversifying with gold and silver IRAs. You get started by calling the experts at American Alternative Assets. Call them today at 888-4-GOLD-20. Call 888-446-5320. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Biden's digital dollar. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5320. Call them now. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax, investment, and financial advice before opening an account. Boy, I'm telling you. This is the left. This party is not democratic. They are not liberals. More and more Mark Levin ahead as well.
Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, let's, uh, because the great one, Mark Levin, on the Fox News Channel this morning was giving his uh, authoritative legal opinion on this this lynching uh, Democrat Party tradition. The great one, Mark Levin. What the American people are seeing here is an abuse of the justice system and judges, at least the judge in D.C., the judge in Manhattan, and we'll see about Georgia, are going along with it. In other words, they're allowing their courtrooms to be used to interfere with an election and to deny Trump and other defendants their due process rights. This is very, very important. This is very important. It's a presidential election. You know, Joe Biden got a record number of votes in 2020 in the history of the country. Ten million-ish more than Barack Obama, millions more than Hillary Clinton. And he didn't even campaign, which was uh, pretty good. Um, There is a uh, left-wing political hack, Washington, D.C., now the acting uh, deputy secretary of state under Antony Blinken. Her name is Victoria Nuland. Uh, I think this this is a very revealing soundbite from a uh, then-Obama administration official, now Biden administration official, uh, revealing something that we ought to keep in mind at all times. It is classic Russian... Uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. And so President Trump is on trial for obstructing a presidential election as they are at the very same time obstructing a presidential election. The irony of it all. And that's your Democrat Party. And the news media is, of course, in a lubricated sleeping bag with them. It's not enough just to say that they're in bed with them. They're in a pup tent, camping in the rain, very much in love, or something like that. Your Democrat Party, give them a thimble full of power, and they will abuse it before the sun goes down. Ah, yes. Just crazy. All right, Michael, let's go to a uh, let's go to a phone call. I uh, I wish that um, I wish that I didn't have to report all of these these true real stories. Uh, but somebody's got to tell the truth around here. It's not going to be the Washington Post. It's not going to be CNN. Um, and it's not going to be these judges and these Democrat activists who have been given uh, 
big government jobs where they believe they, they are there to serve the Democrat Party uh, as corrupt apparatchiks of the left-wing political machine domestically and globally. Now, that said, let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Hey, let's go to Sid calling from Los Angeles, California. El Sid, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thank you, Chris. You bet. I'm calling. Uh, how you doing? Anyways, the reason I'm calling, why doesn't the Congress open the congressional inquiry into these 51 conspirators? This way we could hear, call them all up to the Capitol here and hear how this conspiracy went along, and we get them to spend some money on lawyers. Uh, and eventually we could send a criminal indictment over to the Justice Department for these guys. And we could call the pollsters up who show actually they did influence the election by changing about 12 percent of the vote. So uh, I think uh, this is right for uh, the Republicans in Congress. They bring up all these 51 guys up to testify and Blinken and call up all the uh, staff members from the uh, Biden campaign about this conspiracy to overthrow the uh, election. Well, you are, of course, 100 percent right. And it was the current secretary of state. Antony Blinken, who was working for the Biden campaign at the time, President Trump was living in the White House. We were leading up to Election Day in 2020, and it was Antony Blinken, not Anthony, but Antony, Antony Blinken, who uh, contacted uh, former CIA director Mike Morrell and said, hey, help me rally a bunch of liars and criminals to sign on to a letter saying that the Hunter Biden laptop is Russian disinformation, which it was not. And they knew perfectly well that it was not. And the FBI was in possession of the laptop long before anyone in the public got a hold of it, before the New York Post started reporting on it. They were actively engaged in a cover-up at the FBI, which was politically corrupt, and people should be in shackles and go to penitentiaries for what they did to our political system and these abuses of power. And then the felonious 51 that signed on after Antony Blinken. And then, you know, he got he pulled off this coup uh, by getting 51 so-called intelligence officials, all of them criminals, uh, and maybe a couple of them were too stupid to, uh, to know what they were signing on to. But certainly uh, Mike Morrell, uh, former CIA director who was first contacted by then Biden campaign official Antony Blinken. Antony Blinken was rewarded with what is probably the premier position in any administration, and that is the Secretary of State position, uh, other than Vice President of the United States. He became Secretary of State, and he's still Secretary of State, and he's one of the worst Secretaries of State I've ever seen in my lifetime, and I've certainly been paying attention at least since Reagan. And um, man, oh, Manischewitz. And, and now, let me tell you, these, these, the Flonius 51 engaged... Uh, Sid, in what I would call a seditious conspiracy, a seditious conspiracy. We know the Justice Department will not act, but maybe Congress should make the public know about it. Well, let let me let me just say this is where the Republicans in the House of Representatives, uh, I'll keep it clean and say infuriate me because they do have the authority to call hearings on this and to call these people up and put them under oath. And they don't. Why do you think that is, Sid? I don't know. It makes no sense to me. Uh, maybe uh, they're 
don't want to change the government. I don't quite understand what's going on. It makes no sense to me. It makes no Maybe sense. You've been around a long time. Maybe it makes sense of it. I can't. Yeah, yeah. You know, I should say that Sid and I know each other, don't we, Sid? Yes, we do, very intimately. And, <laughs> and uh, I might phrase it slightly differently, but uh, because uh, because of our last sea cruise, our last sea cruise from uh, Barcelona to Lisbon and and um, uh, all kind, it was a great uh, sea cruise, wasn't it? Yes, the boy, you're great. A lot of a lot of fun, very informative, and got to meet you. Yeah, and great what stuff. And you well, and you make uh, new friends, and uh, you know because uh, here we are, a bunch of uh, people with uh, you know like-minded people, with the same politics and the same sense of humor, right? Well, I like to laugh, so can I tell you? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, El Cid, thanks, buddy. Thanks for uh, thanks for and and of course your your question is an extremely important question. Why is it that, no, I mean, I understand the Republicans on Capitol Hill are busy getting records on the Biden family and da-da-da, but I tell you, the Democrats would be having show trials up there with the green felt tablecloths and the pitchers of water on the banquet tables and the hearing rooms, and they'd be dragging these SOBs up there uh, and putting them under oath, and and then they would weasel their way out because uh, the moment this uh, felonious 51 lie and it is. Look, I spent 10 years, my office was in the Pentagon for 10 years uh, as a news guy. And uh, my duties included uh, covering the intelligence community and the, the Central Intelligence Agency and the NSA and the rest and, uh, and the U.S. military, of course. And it was a great job. Boy, it was a great job. And I had a ton of fun doing it. And I told the truth or did my, my very, very best to make sure that the truth came out every day unequivocally. And, um, and I got to tell you, if I, uh, and I mean, I'm doing this now and I get to uh, share the unvarnished truth on this, but this was what you would call an information operation. I.O. They call them information operations. They, of course, the shorthand is I.O. because it's Washington and it's the Pentagon and the intelligence community and all that stuff. It's not really a community, by the way, but, but nevertheless, that's what it's called, the I.C., and they ran an I.O., an information operation against the uh, AP, the American people. <laughs> I'm just throwing the AP. Uh, they ran an information. These intelligence people used their positions to corrupt the presidential election. And they should be in prison, the people that orchestrated it. But instead, you've got the Secretary of State. I'm guessing that former CIA director and Communist Party voter John Brennan a.k.a. penitentiary face. I'm guessing he's making millions of dollars from the Beltway Bandits uh, in the uh, the Washington, D.C. area. I'm guessing millions of dollars um, being quietly paid. Uh, and he's a smirking criminal who goes to sleep at night knowing that he corrupted the 2020 presidential election. He, you know, his career begins when he voted for Gus Hall the Communist Party candidate for the presidency of the United States. And then his government career ended when he corrupted the 2020 election. One of the leaders of the felonious 51 that ran an information operation against the American people, deceived the American people. And the moment that letter popped, it popped when we were live on the air. I remember Michael printed it out for me and brought it to me. And I started reading it uh, live on the air, 
and I immediately recognized the weasel words and the snake behavior of Mike Morell and penitentiary face Brennan and the rest of the serpents in the deep state. And I shared that with you when I was reading it live on the air. So listen to this. This has all the earmarks of, and I said, well, that, you see, gives them plausible deniability if they're ever put under oath. They say, hey, we didn't say it was Russian. We couldn't confirm that it was. We just said it had all the earmarks. But, of course, that was a lie, and I called it at the time live on the air moments after that letter became public. But these people, in my humble estimation, are criminals that engaged in a seditious conspiracy and they were successful, and they will die smirking on their crooked beds. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh man, that's what I'm telling you. And why, and uh, Sid asked the very important question, uh, why isn't Congress taking this up? Why isn't the Republicans, we give them the House of Representatives, and here we are, it's like the the corrupt Hunter Biden investigation by the corrupt special counsel, uh, David Weiss, out of the corrupt state of Delaware, where he's the corrupt U.S. attorney. And the five-and-a-half-year investigation in Hunter Biden, I could go to law school, take the bar, become a lawyer, begin the investigation, and have them in prison after five and a half years. But David Weiss, who has been in bed with the Biden family for years and years and years, can't find his way past dropping a misdemeanor tax charge. Did you see Hunter Biden is now saying that he's going to pay for his Malibu Barbie beach house? What is it, $13,000 a month or $13,500 a month? And he said he's going to pay. Somebody said, hey, so how is he going to pay the rent? Are the Chinese or the Ukrainians or the Russians going to pay his rent? And he said, oh, no, his artwork. His artwork is going to pay for uh, the Malibu Barbie dream house. And uh, that is good with the Washington Post and the New York Times. Just amazing stuff. You know, a couple of years ago, he had a $20,000 Malibu Barbie dream home, and now it's, uh, I guess it's more modest. It's uh, it's 13000 a month, of course. You know, it's not like it's a year. 13000 it's Malibu. It's, you know, you're looking at the, uh, looking at the uh, Pacific Ocean, beautiful stuff. I assume there are Russian hookers and crack dealers all over the place. I'm sorry, it's 15000 a month, the uh, Malibu Barbie dream house that he's got now. But you may remember that uh, a short time ago, he said he couldn't possibly afford child support for his bastard child that he created with the uh, stripper in Washington, D.C. Excuse me, exotic dancer. She's not the, she's not the bad guy in this, honestly. She is, uh, she's the good guy in all of this. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But he couldn't afford child support. Now he's renting, not even buying. It's not a mortgage payment. It's rental. You're just whizzing it away. You might as well burn it in a, you know, a funeral pyre once a month. $15,000 a month for a Malibu rental. No problem. And the story is that uh, 
Well, actually, this says it's $15,800 a month. $800. $15,800 a month. And, uh, and the news media, because they're an extension of the Democrat Party, they shrug and say, yeah, whatever. You know, these talk radio people talking all this stuff. Come on. It's like they didn't vote for him or something. Just amazing. Yeah, but there was a report this morning that he, uh, that he answered. He's like, well, how are you paying for this? Oh, well, you know, with my art, I'm selling art. Who's buying his art for $500,000? Remember, they were putting it up, a single Hunter Biden original for $500,000. And I shared with you the story of a, a family that found an actual Picasso in the attic of their house, sold an actual Picasso for $150,000. But Hunter Biden was putting his art on the market for $500,000 for a single piece. I'm Picasso! Just amazing. Yeah, well, that comes easy to me. I'm Picasso! Let's go to uh, the phones, Michael. Let's go to Keith, calling from Vienna, Virginia. Keith, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. What do you say? Uh, yeah, the situation with those... Uh Girls, I guess they got in a knife fight in McDonald's with the dipping sauce and Washington D.C. Washington D.C. Fourteenth Street at U Street Northwest. Two sixteen-year-old girls from Maryland, two thirty in the morning, uh, at McDonald's had a fight over the sweet and sour sauce. One sixteen-year-old stabbed the other girl, the other sixteen-year-old girl, to death. That's the exactly. situation. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Democrats came up with uh, their, their usual unique solution. We need to outlaw McNuggets. <laughs> they blame the McNuggets. It's the McNuggets. It's McDonald's fault. I guess that's, you know, it, it might as well be. Like in Chicago, the mayor there is suing Kia and Hyundai because so many Kias and Hyundais are being stolen in Chicago by Democrats, by the sons of people like like the lame-brained mayor of Chicago. Makes and, sense to me. And in D.C., the mayor was blaming Kia and Hyundai a couple of months ago because a lot of Democrats are stealing Kias and Hyundais in Washington, D.C., too. So they started handing out clubs, you know, the club. And they did the same thing in Chicago. Um, Keith, what in the heck is going on in our crazy country, huh? It's called Democrats are taking over. That's what it is. That's the That sums it up, you know. That should be in fortune cookies, you know. <laughs> and then you eat the fortune cookie and you die because that's what the fortune says. That's what it foretold. Thank you, Keith. Thank you for paying attention and for um, having common sense, which is not as common as it used to be. Hey, do you have odors in your home you just can't get rid of? Maybe your office, maybe your teenager's room, something like that. Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking, cigarette smoke, litter boxes, trash cans, even that mildew smell from the basement. No match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Liberals, Michael Moore, no match. Famously smelly Michael Moore. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear any room of any odor. And another great feature. There are no expensive filters to buy and replace every few months on a schedule, mailing away. Nuh-uh. They're self-contained, and you can hold one in your hand. It's not a piece of furniture. 
And with more than 350,000 thunderstorms already sold, check out the five-star reviews all over Al Gore's amazing internet. People love them. I've got two working at home right now myself. And during this week, I've got a great deal for you to get your own thunderstorms. Here's what you do. Right now, you save 200 American dollars on three Eden Pure Thunderstorms for whole home protection. That's three units for under $200. You just go to EdenPureDeals.com and enter the discount code CHRIS. That's me. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS. And because you hang with me, the shipping is free. And that's pretty good. And now, Carlos Santana. He apologized. He told the truth about, you know, boys and girls. Then he got in trouble. Then he apologized a little because he wanted to get back to being, you know, Carlos normal. That's not normal normal, but it's Carlos normal. Why doesn't the government do something? That's what I'd like to know. What can they do? They're only people just like us. People my foot. They're Democrats. You know, as Hillary Clinton said, there is only the fight. And as long as you're dealing with one American political party, the radical left Democrat party of liars, and they believe, uh, as Hillary, the Saul Alinsky descendant, believes that there is only the fight, then it's unfortunate that we have to spend the rest of our lives fighting against these un-American, anti-American figures who are the leaders of the Democrat party. I, uh, during the break, just watched a video from October 11th of 2022 where a former CIA officer, David Priest, P-R-I-E-S-S, who signed on to the letter, one of the felonious 51, he signed on to it and he was debating with um, Brett Baer. And Brett Baer was saying, but are you, uh, do you regret signing on to the letter? Oh, no, I don't regret signing on to the letter. But it's not true. Well, it's not true that it's Russian disinformation. And he says, with a straight face, he says, well, we didn't say it was Russian disinformation. We said it had the earmarks, all the earmarks of Russian disinformation. And then Joe Biden used that at the presidential debate. And he said 51 intelligence officials said it was Russian disinformation. The headlines in the newspapers said it was Russian disinformation. The big lie. Goebbels would be proud of these guys. You know, gurgle. He'd be proud of these people. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 